Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? All the leaves are brown and the sky is gray. And the sky is gray. Welcome to the show. I went for a walk. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Welcome to the show, everybody. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. With us, as always, the beautiful, the singing, the man, the one, the only. Oh, San Francisco, Henry Zabrowski. Oh, got how... flowers in my hair. That's wonderful. What kind of oh, flowers do you have in your hair today? They're big, stinky, wet flowers. <laughs> You're the world's worst mm, hippie? Oh, yeah, bunny. Don't you worry about it, man. Uh, hey, man, are these free peanuts at the bar, man? No, no, you gotta pay for them. Please, get, oh, up, get out of man. here. man, do your hassling my butts. You know what? We're just gonna have to sh- shut the doors. <laughs> Why did we open up a bar in San Francisco? Walk around back, long hair. The hippies lost. That's right, they did indeed. The hippies were of a certain time, a very similar time to the main man of our subject. Uh, the main subject, the main, the main subject of today's episode. Absolutely, guys. The we Zodi... Have- the Zodiac Killer. The we got Zodiac get, Killer. We have to get this episode done with the information that is in my head from the Zodiac Killer research time period because we've tried to do this episode three times. My brain, it's ruining it, my life. I know it is. It's ruining our friendship. It's ruining everything. Henry has changed. This had, is a Henry deeper... Came, Henry came in earlier and we were doing the show outline and he's just yelling at me. For no reason. <laughs> Marcus yelling. is just sitting here about to cry. Yeah, and he's not stopping. He's not breathing. I just go, Henry... You need to calm down. I was researching it last night, and we did a show last night, and I came home last night at 11 o'clock. I had a bit to drink. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And just I was sitting... Uh, just a little bit. A detective's amount of whiskey. Yes. <laughs> and I was sitting in the living room just reading, 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 and my girlfriend comes in, and as she was coming, I literally was going like, that's the fucking missing link! <laughs> I mean, like, my shirt off, and just walking around. Reading for like, you was like a full... bus this wide open! Reading for you is like a full contact sport. You're it sweating really profusely. You're standing up. You're running all around. You got shoulder pads it's on. It's the helmet. only exercise I get. That's not, what this is not about. A traditional form of exercise. We so, can admit that, right? So Reading. T- to today's episode, we're talking about the Zodiac Killer. Now, Zodiac. this is possibly the most famous unsolved serial killing crime that has ever happened right. in, in the history of any time. Right, and this is there the is history of any, any time. time. <laughs> well, my fucking brain. <laughs> You're gonna maybe Jack the Ripper. You could say. You could say Jack the Ripper, Jack but the we're Ripper. talking about America. We're this talking about America. What, really America. what year are we talking about with the Zodiac Killer? 1968. And what state are we in? We are at the end of the hippie times. End of the hippie times. Oh, They're all put, put on your dress, girls. Ain't no room for a brawl. That's right. They all turned into hippie Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> Ruined the movement. 
got everybody kicked out of Bush office. hair ruled the day. Bush hair ruled the day. <laughs> Indeed. And what state are we in? We're in California. We're, we're uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. And Vallejo, California. Vallejo, California. San Francisco, 1970s. Henry, let's start 1960s. off. 1960s. Late 1960s. Late 1960s. This Zodiac Killer is on the loose. Pre-Manson. Pre-Manson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so this is, again, what we were talking about last time about, like, serial killing was new to America. People I, by the didn't way, really I, understand. We need to get rid of B.C. and, uh, you know, before Christ. It's pre-Manson and after Zodiac. And po- yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's 1967 p.m. 68. 68 p.m. Yeah, yeah so let's, uh, let's, let's start it, Marcus. Let's get into the details of the case, because we're about to bust this motherfucker right Open. That's right. That's that. The, the goal of today, uh, today's episode: solve the Zodiac murders. Well, as we were saying last week, we covered it very briefly. Before this time, before the '60s, most police detectives did not believe in the phenomenon of a serial killer. Right. Yes. So a lot of these serial killings did go unsolved for the longest time. And that's like Taco Bell not believing in the Chalupa. Think about that. Where would we be if Taco Bell never believed in the Chalupa? Without its soft crust, hard crust combos? I don't think it can be done. Get out of here. You're a lunatic. What are you, a time traveler? Intrigue. What are you, George Washington's ghost? Just gets you murdered immediately. (laughs) Can you imagine going back to the 1910s and introducing the idea of a Chalupa? (laughs) That would be phenomenal. We will burn him at the stake! Then you come back to the future and everyone's like 5,000 pounds. Motorized scooters and be like, what have I done? I introduced the Chalupa too soon. Puffy, delicious taco bread. Baja sauce. I cannot believe how will we ever write this constitution? Thomas Jefferson <laughs> just turns America into a fascist, like Nazi state because they were eating Chalupas the whole time and didn't well, read the Constitution. Set the scene. Let's set the scene. Yes, right? set the scene. Here we go. 1968. Beautiful, sunny San Francisco. December 20th, 1968. The winter equinox. We'll get to that later. Okay. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. December 20th, 1968. Everyone's wearing sandals. Oh, no doubt. Lake Herman Road. Richard Nixon's just a terrible dream. A couple of high school students, <laughs> Betty Lou Jensen and David Faraday, pull off onto the local lover's lane. Oh, yeah, to start finger-popping each other because they're 17. Oh, I remember when I was 17, the first time I made out with a girl, she was trying to give me, like, you know, like, over-the-pants sexual stimulation. Yeah, mm-hmm. she wanted to rub on that huge rock-hard boner yet. And she made such a burn on the tip of my dick. <laughs> it really just ruined the summer for me. Let's go. Let's take it to the Zodiac. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I had a similar thing happen. I had blue balls for a day. It really sucks when the, you know your what? girlfriend who's trying to love you breaks your penis. <laughs> I'm going to take the podcast back to the Zodiac. <laughs> um, let's focus on your penis, Henry. <laughs> At about 10.15 p.m., they pull into the lover's lane. Okay. Start finger-popping. Sure. Yeah. We're, just, we're assuming they're finger-popping. We know they're finger-popping. We know this. Okay. They said the forensics, when he died, he had one finger Figure up inside of him. Right, right, right. <laughs> one in the butt as well. If he was very, uh, just 60s. prior to 11 p.m., a car pulls up beside the couple. The killer exits the car, walks towards the Jeep Rambler, takes both of them out of the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he ordered them out of the car at gunpoint, right? At what gun, gun does he have in this first crime? I believe he has a thirty-eight. Yes, this is the thirty-eight. This is the thirty-eight. He takes them out, boop, boop, shoots them both in the head. Okay. One of them, the girl, was gunned down 28 feet from the car with five shots in her back. 
Shot at, her in the back. At night. And that's what they're saying. It was an incredibly accurate shot. That's why there was a theory as to this, is that the killer used a flashlight attached to his gun sure. and used it as a uh, aiming technique and then fired around the circle of the flashlight mark. Well, that seems to make sense. Yeah, it's- because they found five shots on her back on a crescent. Like like going up, so basically it looked like he well, shot she, her perfectly, like a, like someone who's trained with a gun. She shouldn't have worn that uh, bullseye denim that jacket she always wore. Yeah. You know the old female dartboard there. Next kill. So was there a theory after they found out that he was such an amazing uh, sharpshooter that he had military ties? We will, we'll, we'll get, get into, into that. Into okay, it. good. We'll get into that. We'll definitely get into that. It seems like he must. Midnight, July fourth, nineteen sixty nine. Darlene Farron and Michael Maggio drove to Blue Rock Springs Park in Vallejo, four miles from the first murder site. You also notice okay. that that's another victim site with water in the name of where the f- crimes happened, mm-hmm. and that will also feature later. Yes, it will. I like it. I like it. <laughs> A second car drove into the so lot. fucking complicated. So we're up to four. Now, he killed both of these people. <laughs> well, we'll get oh, to we're that. Good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he drove into the lot, parked right next to them, immediately drove away. Ten minutes later... The car parks behind them, approach the passenger side door of the car, carrying a flashlight and a 9mm Luger. Okay. Different weapon. Different gun. Different gun. The killer directed the flashlight into their eyes before shooting five times. Pop, 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 pop! Jesus, Henry, you're scaring me, man. Both victims were hit, and several bullets passed right through them. The killer walked away from the car, but upon hearing Maggio's moaning, he returned and shot each victim twice before driving off. Michael Maggio did a really... That's a pro tip for anybody who's murdered by a serial killer. Pretend to be dead, because that's what he did. He said that he he played dead, but then he went... Oh! Yeah. Which you, I mean, again, don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's what amateurs do. Yeah. <laughs> if you get shot, you get dead. Like that's pretend, what I do. That's what you got to do. If a I lo- even hear a gunshot away, I drop to the ground and act like I'm dead. That's right. Yeah. yeah. If I hear a car crash, I'm you're gone. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. On the floor. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I have a bunch of fake blood that I'll cover with myself yeah. in right. at any given time, so that I could just be a victim. Right. But I mean, in, in all honesty, in all truth, that's what like the home situation when James Home went and shot up the uh, the Batman movie theater. Yeah. A lot of people were just like just pretending to be dead and all of these t- uh, the uh, the Columbine shootings mm-hmm. a lot of people just survive by putting their fucking faces straight yeah. down and possum just, it that's, you gotta possum it that's yep. what you gotta do when you're shot by a serial killer about half an hour after that the police the Vallejo Police Department get a phone call that says I just killed two kids and then at the end he tells them exactly where they are uh-huh. and they find out that the phone booth was about three tenths of a mile only from Farron's home and only a few blocks away from the Vallejo de- Police Department. At the end of the call, he just adds, almost as an afterthought, oh, I also killed those kids last year. There's a oh, lot of okay, this yeah. in the Zodiac Killer. Uh, the, the, the whole crime sequence is that he'll go and he'll be like, oh, yeah, I and mean, I also killed these guys. Oh, yeah, 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 no, and I also got that other couple. You know that they say that old man died of a heart attack? Yeah, <laughs> well, I fed him a chalupa until he died. Yes, <laughs> oh, the beef. The beef stuck into his heart. So, uh, how messed up does your mind have to be? Is uh, if it's an afterthought, the uh, the fact that you killed two people, like it wasn't like a me- it wasn't on the top of it. like if I killed well, two people, I feel like I'm carrying that on the front of my brain for, for later on again because what comes into it is like is he lying. Mm-hmm. Is this guy lying? Are these right. all done by different people? Like, is it just somebody who's looking to be important, trying to get sure. his name in the paper? Or is it a guy who's really killing somebody? Or was it a hitman that was killing a bunch of other people around the hit that he was supposed to get for money? Or was he a f- part of the fucking San Francisco police force who's starting to build a case against himself? And then the, and as soon as they start to crack it, they realize they can't bust him because, oh, he's a brother in blue. 
Or do you need to take a nap? Does Henry need to take a nap? Sweating profusely. This is what, By the way, also, ladies and gentlemen, Henry came in. He was wearing shorts like an adult would wear outside. Immediately, immediately changed into a bathing suit. Well, because it's hot in here. <laughs> It he was, was very warm in here. Obviously, you guys have been listening to the past few episodes. Henry has been shirtless. And so I want to say thank you, Henry. Your shirt is on and you have a bathing suit. You're prepared. I bought a second shirt to put on after this Good. is done. Good. Fantastic. Yes. I love you, Henry. I love you. All right. Let's get back to some murder. <laughs> All right. And so after the July 4th murders happened, on August 1st, 1969, three letters were received at the Vallejo Times-Herald, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the San Francisco Examiner. Okay. All three letters were identical. However, each letter contained a different cipher that when put together supposedly gave you the identity of the killer let's read the letter yes dear editor this is the murderer of the two teenagers last Christmas at Lake Herman and And the Christmas is spelled wrong Christmas how does he spell Christmas with an extra s at the end there are a lot of spelling errors it's really interesting but you also you also saw the same uh, thing in the BTK killings when right. he sent the letters, but, but, but which is also interesting because he was a highly educated man who wasn't misspelling things. They do this on purpose in order to show that they're they're deranged. They're that trying was my to like. Sh- the, the, it, also, if you break up spelling patterns, it's really hard to determine uh, handwriting analysis. Okay, interesting. Yeah. That was my major question because I mean the man wrote a cipher that was almost impossible to crack. But he, he wrote it in childlike Christmas? letters. So let's just get let's get into yeah, it. We'll, we'll get to that and all of those theories. I have stuff to refute that. Sure. Okay. Later. Okay. All right. God, this is just... I, I love this, by the yeah. way. I'm, we're already I'm, in too deep. Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Which is like, I just... I'm just going to apologize again to our listeners. This is going to be... This is more complicated than any alien agenda thing I've ever read. I know the yeah, reptilian world just seems like a total rational thought compared to the Zodiac <laughs> Killer conversations I've been uh, overhearing and participating in. And by the way, I want to say Kaylee's friend Ashley, happy ah, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ashley. All right. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Did you kill her? Goodbye. Why are you saying goodbye? It's her birthday. See you soon in hell. All right. Well, that's when, when you asked last podcast okay. for a birthday wish. That's what that's what it turns into. I hope okay. you don't go to heaven. Oh, Henry, it's her birthday. <laughs> Thank you for listening, Ashley. All right. Dear editor, this is the murderer of the two teen- teenagers last Christmas at Lake Herman and the girl on the 4th of July near the golf course in Vallejo. To prove I killed them, I shall state some facts which only I and the police know. Christmas. Number one. Brand name of ammo, Super X. Awesome. Cool. Number two, ten shots were fired. Number three, the boy was on his back with his feet to the car. Four, the girl was on her right side, feet to the west. Fourth of July, one girl was wearing patterned slacks. Two, the boy was also shot in the knee. Three, his finger was inside the girl's vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Three, brand name of ammo was Western. And then it says over at the bottom. Okay. Turn the page over. If you do find... Just so you know, there's more letter. There's more letter. Yeah, don't, God forbid they don't read the back. Over. Oh. oh, I didn't even look at the back. I can't even God believe it. Wait, how long have we had this Zodiac? God oh, he wrote his it. name on the back. I can't, I can't believe his it. His name, his address, the whole thing, a picture of himself. With, mm, you know. I love it when these guys write letters. Mm. Oh, no, I can't seem to read any of the writing. Because oh they're all covered in delicious... Mmm, butter stains. It's so amazing. Mm. Detective Popcorn has just entered the studio. Detective Popcorn, oh. have you ever received a letter by a, from a serial killer? Mmm, long ropes, a candy rope. Mmm, how I love a Twizzler. You could use it as a straw for a Coca-Cola. Sure, have you, sure can, but um, mm. have you Let's, cracked any serial killer letters? Four you, different guns. It's like when you could put mm, four different toppings on a... 
bucket of popcorn parmesan okay. cheese. But that's great. But I mean, mm. we we're talking about serial killer. K. John spice mix. Mm-hmm. Right, mm. right. But then let's say a serial caramel. killer sends you. Delicious, spicy cayenne caramel. Cayenne caramel. So you get a message from a serial killer. It's a, it's a letter. You read the letter. and you Haven't you met my friend, Buttered Corn? <laughs> no, I haven't. I... I think he's my uncle. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, Detective Popcorn's actually... He's gone to uh, yeah. drain his Detective Popcorn penis. I'm sure he pisses pure butter. <laughs> I do. Yes. Yeah, you do. You actually do. That's why yellow. Yellow, because it's butter. Second part of the letter. Yes. Over. Here is part of a cipher. <coughs> the other two parts of this cipher are being mailed to the editors of the Vallejo Times and the SF Examiner. Okay. I want you to print this cipher on the front page of your paper. And this cipher is my identity. If you do not print this cipher by the afternoon of Fry 1st of Aug 29, I will go on a kill rampage Fry night. I will cruise around all weekend killing lone people in the night, then move on to kill again until I end up with a dozen people over the weekend. Does he sign an OMG lol? No. <laughs> lol. Lol. And at the very end, he has his famous symbol, which is the circle with the cross in the middle. The what is the coolest symbol? Which is around. also the the uh, actual official symbol of the Earth in zodiac writings. It's also okay. the name. It's also the symbol for zodiac. Just the sort of uh, the the term zodiac. You can use that as that is also a compass. It's also a target. Okay. Yeah. And again, all things. can be featured inside of the many different conspiracy theories right. wrapped into. Who the Zodiac Killer is. That's right. And That's of course, we'll other people it. say that it is a KKK symbol because the Zodiac Killer was a white supremacist. But you also read about how it could also be a thing called the Yefirim, which is a um, an ancient like Viking symbol mm-hmm. that if you add two things to it, like if you combine a target with the peace symbol right. and you do that because Ted Gazinski was using that, again, right. another suspect. We'll get into the Unabomber yeah. theory And you later. can also <laughs> relate that Viking religion to the Thule Society, which the Nazis worship. Oh my God. And then, uh, Marcus, I, I didn't can, even I, know that connection. I cannot have you both going crazy. I really can't handle it. Mark, you need to be with, here, with me Let's here, Let's get Marcus. back to the facts. We're supposed <laughs> to just be covering the facts. Man, I've, only, I've been barely hanging on this entire time, It's man. really hard just, to not just like start screaming it's been really hard i know it i know you guys are doing great you're holding it all together everything is wonderful so uh all so right. he sends so, this letter out so you know, he sends this letter out and do the, you put this on the on the front page of your newspaper yes an editor okay absolutely they yeah, put so it on the front page they send this cipher which is 17 letters across 24 rows long okay. right which is the whole thing is you know various symbols it could just be cock-a-doo-doo like it could just be this guy going like and this is a funny picture of a smile right. it could be emojis um, part of it is true, though. Yes. Part so, of it is true. Uh, they sent it to the NSA. They sent it to the CIA, the FBI. None of them could crack it until a a, a teacher couple right. in, I forget where they were, in part, what part of the country, they just cracked it. And this is what it read. Yeah. I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all. That's going to come up later on in the podcast as well. Absolutely. To kill something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part of it is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise and all those I have killed will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collecting of slaves for my afterlife. E B E O R I E T E M E T H H P I. Just a bunch of extra letters. L O L. Yeah, yeah. E B O R I E T M E T H P P T. Fuck cash. Fuck cash for gold. I mean, this this is an investment into the future. This is a real future investment. You know, an afterlife 
full of the victims that you killed. I mean, isn't that a nightmare? Isn't that how maniac sort of lived? <laughs> it, it, well, I mean, why would he imagine that when he goes to heaven, and let's say he is confronted by everyone he murdered, they would be his slaves, as opposed to people who would just, like, rip him limb from fucking limb? I because think- this is part of the satanic connection, because some Satanists believe that those you kill can be in some sort of incantation, which also must... Never mind. And it also goes no, deeper into <laughs> the temple of Set, like, the, yeah. where the original sort of evil religion of Egyptian times sure. came out. Like, that's where that yeah. people... Pharaohs were born, like buried with a bunch of different, like their their servants would have to be all be buried with them. In order it's to a bad day when the pharaoh dies. When you're the pharaoh chef, oh yeah, because you're gone too. <laughs> yeah, because this plays into having your kills be your slaves in the afterlife. Also plays into another theory we're going to talk about later right. that has to do with math, with Mount Diablo, and Satanist underpinnings. Well, we kind of brief uh, briefly discussed the couple that cracked the code. Any, uh, how did they end up cracking the code? I don't what, know, like what, they, a, they did a staycation. They just did a stay K? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they just cracked it. When everyone else failed, they cracked it. But there is other... This is part one, correct? This is part one, technically. The yeah. other two parts could not be solved. Yeah. And there is okay. a, there's a series of theories about that. There's a, a theory that it's just too complicated to solve. And there's another theory that the guy only... He just had... Because anyone with a book on how to make codes can make a code. Yeah. Right. And it... The fact that the first one was so hard and the other two are indecipherable, some people say it's because the Zodiac Killer was not a clever man. No, he could well, be. Yeah, he just was a moron. He could be a Gary Ridgway. America's, uh, the, the Green Ameri- River, the, the America's River most prolific serial killer was a fucking moron. Same thing oh, with Henry Lee Lucas. Henry mm-hmm. Lee Lucas apparently killed hundreds and hundreds, and he was legally retarded, pretty yeah. much. And it was like, these are guys that are like, they're just good at one thing. Right. They're good at killing. Again, pointing to the main suspect that was named by Richard Grzynski, the former political cartoonist for the San Francisco Chronicle, who said that Arthur Lee Allen was the guy who did it, who was also had like the the uh, mental age of the a mind 15-year-old. of a child. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was the point of him putting all the extra letters there at the end? He just and, ran out of stuff to say. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just a bad cipher, and you can see at near the end of it, it's all uh, falling apart. It all starts to fall apart near the end, okay. which I think that definitely. Points to someone points to someone who's just not very good at this. So the San Francisco Chronicle put this on their front page. Yes, which that, that's a fun day to pick up. That's the newspaper, an amazing right? thing. I fuck Sudoku. Fuck, big- you know, fuck reading the Daily Comic. You try to crack that cipher, right? I remember in uh, New York in New York when I was growing up in 1993, there was this Zodiac copycat killings that were okay. going on, and that was more to the letter. Like he was killing a different person of each Zodiac symbol for each month until he was caught, and he sent letters to the editor as well. And that was very that was kind of along the same lines, basically saying I'm collecting slaves for the afterlife again. Okay. All right, and so on August 4th, 1969, they get a second letter. The right. San Francisco Examiner gets a second letter, and this is the very first time that the killer self-identifies as the Zodiac. Where I feel, in my opinion, this is when he stopped writing letters. I don't think he wrote this letter, but we'll, let's continue. I mean, I will say, rarely do I appreciate somebody nicknaming themselves, but I kind of appreciate him nicknaming himself the Zodiac. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. 
It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. And I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses Filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into giraffe rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go ahead to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's this right here. What would you do of another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Oh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and we might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babbel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America. But I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babbel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? 
and they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they, they were right. Because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Dear editor, this is the Zodiac speaking. In answer to your asking for more details about the good times I have had in Vallejo, I shall be very happy to supply even more material. By the way, are the police having a good time with the code? If not, tell them to cheer up. When they do crack it, they will have me. On the 4th of July, I did not open the car door. The windows were rolled down already. The boy was originally sitting in the front seat when I began firing. When I fired the first shot at his head, he leaped backwards at the same time, thus spoiling my aim. He ended up on the back seat then... Uh, the floor in back, thrashing out very violently with his legs. That's how I shot him in the knee. I did not leave the scene of the killing with squealing tires and racing engine as described in the Vallejo paper. I drove away quite slowly so as to not draw attention to my car. The man who told the police that my car was brown was a Negro about 40 to 45. Whoa, ra- with the N-word. A little, <laughs> little touchy. It was a different time. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was actually polite for the time. He was rather... T- actually, I <laughs> think was. it was. Yeah, it was very polite. Uh, rather shabbily dressed. I was at this phone booth having some fun with the Vallejo cops when he was walking by. When I hung the phone up, the damn thing began to ring, and that drew his attention to me and my car. Last Christmas. In that episode, the police were wondering as to how I could shoot and hit my victims in the dark. They did not openly state this, but implied this by saying it was a well-lit night and I could see the silhouettes on the horizon. Bullshit! That area is surrounded by high hills and trees. What I did was tape a small pencil flashlight to the barrel of my gun. If you notice, in the center of the beam of light, if you aim it at a wall or ceiling, you will see a black or dark spot in the center of the circle of light about three to six inches across. When taped to a gun barrel, the bullet will strike exactly in the center of the black dot in the light. All I had to do was spray them as if it was a water hose. There was no need to use the gun sights. I was not happy to see that I did not get front page coverage. Zodiac. Oh, yeah, yeah. boom. He won the front page conference. Well, in the end, it, you know, what we're going to see now is that act three of this is yeah. incredible. Like, and he's going to he's going to deserve some uh, Michael Jordan fucking yeah. airplay. Got to yeah. get those new Zodiac shoes that are coming out soon. Yeah. The one with the. Puppy. Well, he didn't I mean, want everyone to wear his buttons. He did he, want later, to he, read, letters yeah. he writes later on. He gets very mad. He wants everyone to wear Zodiac Rated, buttons. And yeah. if he don't, he's going to blow up a school bus. But then um, I didn't catch on. I, no, I, don't I want one. I'm yeah. definitely going to get we one. We can make them. We'll, we'll figure it out. We yeah. can make buttons. The Zodiac speaking, though. I feel like it's more like this is the Zodiac like in his underwear screaming at the wall while yeah. attempting to write this letter. <laughs> I just, this is uh, the Zodiac yeah, eating tamales. <laughs> <laughs> just love that. This is the Zodiac speaking. Yeah, it sounds great. Sounds like let's get into the next attack. The next attack yeah, is possibly the most famous attack of them all. Okay. Yes. This so no, we have we have four confirmed kills. Four right? confirmed. Four, no, three confirmed kills. Three confirmed so kills. The, yeah. The the dude. Oh, you'll notice a lot of these. The dude lives because okay. men are stronger. Are you going to go into that <laughs> argument right now? <laughs> Hear me, Jezebel. Exo Jane, Jezebel. <laughs> Check us out. All right. All right. So let's go into it. Let's, Se- the, September twenty second, twenty seventh, nineteen sixty nine. Brian Hartnell and Cecilia Shepard, two Pacific Union College students, picnicking at Lake Berryessa 
on a small island connected by a sand spit to Twin Oak Ridge. Oh, didn't he think he had a perfect date idea? Oh, yeah. No. What, what I like about this specific, this instance is they were talking about how, like, Cecilia told him, she's like, we really need to talk about something. So it's like, this yeah, is like, they were having, a, like, they were yeah, having yeah, yeah. a bad conversation. That's right, yeah. <laughs> God, I just wish someone would come and shoot me in my fucking head, Cecilia! <laughs> Really, Cecilia? You're blowing Tom behind the bleachers? Seriously? This is ridiculous. Come on, Cecilia. It's I not hope a cool. bullet fucking goes right through your eye, Cecilia. Hey, we're over here. <laughs> hey, the only no, two victims of the Zodiac first. killer that desperately wanted to die. <laughs> well, here's what happened. Yes. A man approached them wearing a black executioner-style hood with clip-on sunglasses over the eye holes and a bib-like device on his chest that had a white three-by-three cross-circle symbol on it. So Just covered in pudding. So fucking rock and roll. It's the Zodiac symbol. It's like, right. this is where, like... Where I find the BTK taunting the police to be like kind of dumb and nerdy and shitty, where it's like this guy had something going on. Like Serious. if you if you got the costume, I'm with like you. you are, you know, that's presentation. I, mean, I appreciate that as a performer. That's right. I mean, this is on par with Batman putting on the Batman mask. It's I mean, Joker this is, shit. Yeah, it's, or it's let's keep it, like get more to the details. Yeah. The details of this one's amazing. Yeah, and so he approached them with a gun, which was probably a forty-five. Mm-hmm. Yes, different weapon. Once again, the hooded man claimed to be an escaped convict from Deer Lodge, Montana, where he had killed a guard and stolen a car, explaining that he needed their car and money to go to Mexico. Okay. We all got to go to Mexico. Everyone's got to go to Mexico. Absolutely. I hear Cozumel's beautiful. Does anybody go to Mexico to, like, not escape something? Birthplace of the daiquiri. Isn't that something? <laughs> so he's He going had brought pre-cut links of plastic clothesline and told Shepard to tie up Hartnell before he tied her up. The killer checked and tightened Hartnell's bonds before discovering Shepard had bound Hartnell's hands loosely. Hartnell initially believed it to be a weird robbery, but the man drew a knife and stabbed them both repeatedly. Well, so the Zodiac what he said stabbed is, them. Is, this is the thing. He changed his whole modus operandi again. Everything. And then it was like he changed everything. Uh, he turned to them apparently like because the dude survived the attack right. he uh, told them now I'm gonna kill you literally was like now I have to kill you and step 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 and then he wrote the dates of the first two attacks on the, the uh, in right. Sharpie marker on the door of their car drew the Zodiac symbol but that's and wrote a new that day- yeah but then wrote that day's date and wrote by knife underneath yeah. it it was Vallejo 12 2068 September 27th 69 630 by knife. So do he you put the is, fucking time of the murder yeah. in there? Is that why you think is 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 it possible this is a, a different killer than the first two? No, I honestly th- well these are what is now considered these are considered the canonical murders of the Zodiac. I mean like technically the next one Paul Stein as well. We could talk about yeah, that real maybe real quickly go over the details of Very that. Very quickly. Yeah, which yeah. was a cab driver named Paul Stein that was murdered by what it seems to be the Zodiac killer. And right. the reason why that was confirmed later on is because he took a picture he took a part of his bloody shirt Right. And mailed it to them in a letter afterwards. Okay. But that was filled with weird shit where it was like, yeah. they, he, he got, I forgot where he picked him up. He was, he said that he picked up a clean cut man with a crew cut, which is now you hear several mentions of that. Mm-hmm. Guy with a crew cut, big thick glasses, big strong jaw. And that's the most notorious picture of the uh, Zodiac that we've The only know, one right? that yeah, was taken. Sort of yeah. 
mm-hmm. the composite, the police composite, but which we which we know are very flawed, oftentimes. Very much so. The uh, costume that the guy wore was an executioner style hood, meaning that it was uh, strangely enough, it wasn't your total like just straight down hood, rounded hood. It was squared. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like on a, top. it was like a bag on your head. Yeah, with two eye holes. Again, pointing to the KKK exactly. slash Satanist idea that he had the costume that he just retrofitted right. to be like, and now I'm the Joker, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And so Paul Stein. I mean, was, there's something sort of emasculated about sewing at your desk as, a, as, a, as an adult no, male. No, no, but no. Then when you're ma- making I keep the Zodiac hearing it's mask. very masculine to sew. Yeah, well, when it's the Zodiac mask, I think it is. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. So on October 11th, 1969, just a couple of weeks later, Paul Stein, a cab driver in San Francisco, picks up what is supposedly the Zodiac at Union Square in San Francisco, drives him to Presidio Heights. Which is a very fancy, nice neighborhood in San Francisco. Okay, very or at least much that so. was at the time. And so the passenger, he then shot Stein once in the head with a 9mm, a different 9mm from the one before. Okay. The well, one before see, was this a, is the fourth different weapon he's used. Crazy, he used yeah. a thirty eight. he used a Luger, he used a knife, and now a 9mm. Yeah. It's really strange. And yeah. even the gun that he had at the third scene was different from any other gun. Right. Yeah. That was a forty five. So is it a gun collector? Like that, it, I mean, that's what they're saying. Yeah. That's a part of what points to some various numbers, m- members of the suspect list. Right. The gun collectors. It's like he's got a shit ton of guns. Right. Well, we'll get to the suspects soon. And the uh, and speaking of suspects, the cops, this plays into the cop theory that there were multiple witnesses at the scene that saw this guy coming out of the uh, car right after he had shot Paul Stein. And he okay. did take a bloody piece of his shirt and send it to the San Francisco. To uh, prove that it was exam- him. Yeah, to but prove then, that he did it. When the radio dispatch went out looking for the suspect they said a black guy was doing it yeah okay. so it's like now it, so who yeah of course he did but then, and then he wrote a letter after the fact saying like while well, you guys all raced around trying to see how much money how much noise you all can make with your cars and your sirens right. i slipped away after speaking with several police officers so he hung around right yeah. right 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 so very this is cool. so very interesting right yeah a mildly was, charming fellow it sounds so the san francisco the, as far as the canonical deaths that's it. That's it. It's the, five. Okay. The killed five. That's killed it. five. The San Francisco Police Department, uh, they investigated an estimated 2,500 suspects. Everybody in San Francisco year. that wasn't like, you know, holding a guitar or like on tele, like was right. questioned by the police. So he was, a, he was five for seven. Five for, Five for seven. And obviously not the highest serial killer toll of all no. time. It's but more it about his cultural far, impact. Right, exactly. So it's more of a son of the Sam. Son of the Sam. Son of the Sam. Son of the Sam. Son this of is Sam a, type situ- situation that everyone exactly. was uh, paralyzed. And now let's read the, the letter. The, the one part that's important to read for the Stein letter is the part where he said, um, if you don't basically, uh, yeah. again, yeah. October 13th, 1969. This is the Zodiac speaking. I am the murderer of the taxi driver over by Washington Street and Maple Street last night. To prove this, here is a blood-stained piece of his shirt. I am the same man who did in the people in the North Bay area. The San Francisco police could have caught me last night if they had searched the park properly instead of holding road races with their motorcycles, seeing who could make the most noise. The Somebody's car, mad. The oh, car yeah. drivers should have just parked their cars and sat there quietly waiting for me to come out of cover. School children make nice targets. I think I shall wipe out a school bus some morning. 
just shoot out the front tire and then pick off the kitties as they come bouncing out. It's an so easy way to do it. But again, this is but this is the beginning of his various threats about bombing a uh, school bus. Then right. the buttons threat came out saying like if people don't start wearing the buttons, I'm going to blow up a school bus. You can find like various victims that he said that he's laid all over town. Right. And then what he would do is as these these subsequent letters would come out, he'd start putting uh, at the bottom letter like zodiac symbol equals twelve SFPD zero, and okay. then zodiac. Equals like twenty seven, and then SFPD equals zero. Like, like yeah. he was racking up counts. So by the end, they said the Zodiac claimed to have murdered thirty seven people by like until he totally disappeared. Any def- any uh, none of it's any real. information about that. Yeah, that's all. None of it's, it's all it's, because then we find out later on the guy that was the head of the investigation, Detective Toshi, started writing fake letters as a Zodiac and printing them and talking about them in order to get the real Zodiac to say to something. come so back out. There's various ones like a Halloween card that was yeah, sent. Right. That was it wrote Paradise Slaves on the side of it and then by fire, by knife, by gun, by rope. And then that that's was the detective. That was a detective. He did that. And mm-hmm. so did the newspaper continues to publish all these? Oh, of course. I yeah. mean, is that the I mean, right the decision where, to make? The one where he uh, claims 37 victims, it was a review of The Exorcist. He said, I saw and think The Exorcist was the best satirical comedy that I have ever seen. That's hilarious. Signs, yours truly. He plunged himself into the billowy wave and an echo arose from the suicide's grave. Titwillow, titwillow, titwillow. <laughs> Beautiful poem. It kind of reminded me of the Beachy Quay. It's just like, oh, oh Anna, why weren't you there? <laughs> right. Yeah. So maybe oh, he Anna, to... why won't you appear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe he wants to give up the serial killer game and become a movie critic. I do. get a job with the paper. Oh, my God. Was it fucking Roger Ebert? Did Roger Ebert do this? Thank God he's dead. Thank God, <laughs> Roger Ebert. Good. Well, no, uh, the, the head detective Tashi. He almost went insane over all these killers, and Tashi was. I can a, imagine why. Yeah. Because we're trying to do one podcast on right. it, and I can barely not scream. Yeah, and he was a super cop. Dirty Harry was based on him. Okay, Bullet, which is also Scorpio. Scorpio was all based upon the whole thing, and Scorpio about taking the school bus. That's all based on Zodiac. It was a fun time. I don't think it happens anymore. I think if you write a letter to the New York Times and be like, "Put my cipher on the cover of your of your newspaper, I will murder again." People just, like, just no, don't have imaginations anymore. Right? Right now, the only unsolved killing we have going on in America is a Long Island serial killer, and he's just killing prostitutes. And in the end, I mean, yeah. that's just, you know... It's pretty par for the course. It's a par for the course. But, you know, obviously, um, prostitutes are people, too, and wonderful people. Do we absolutely love prostitutes? Men. Do and we also want to... Do we want to play his call-in to a uh, local yes. uh, chat show I, in San Francisco? I desperately want to hear this. I love this call-in he, so much. He called in um, Two as guys. himself. I, I don't think it turned out to be him. It, no, it's proven to be a fellow in a psycho ward. Yeah, yeah. but this was a call that he did to speak with uh, to speak th- with San Francisco itself. Yeah, at the time, yeah. the uh, the two news anchors thought that it was real, and they reacted in very really nice, weird. like super yeah. pleasant. Yeah, he called uh, the police demanding to speak to lawyer Marvin Belly or F. Lee Bailey. Of course, F. Lee Bailey was Very unavailable. Famous. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, and he specified a morning show. Okay. So, for some reason, he just wanted to get it out of the way. He's an early riser. That's the Zodiac's like an early riser. I do it before I, do, I take my run. Yeah, of course. You know, before I have just my him morning. in his hood just running next to the highway. <laughs> Is that the Zodiac killer, like, going for a jog? Very bizarre. It's just, I'm losing water weight with the back. Yeah, yeah. You know how, like, uh, amateur wrestlers, they drop the, they drop the pounds? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking to slim down about 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to, you know... It's hard work what I do. I would love to see the Zodiac in the mirror just pinching a love handle. Get yourself together, Zodiac. <laughs> You're the Zodiac. This we'll is never on. make Cosmo. Come on. This is on the Jim Dunbar Show. The Jim Dunbar Show. In the morning, San Francisco. All right. Talk to us. Just tell us what's going on in, in, inside you right now, Sam. Please. I have headache. 
How long have you had those headaches, Sam? In a long time? Since I killed a kid. Well, was it before December that you had the headaches? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Were you in service that you might have had the, an injury in service? Did you ever fall out of a tree or downstairs? Were you ever unconscious? I don't know. You don't remember? I'm hungry for Does that do you any good? No. Doesn't do any good. Sam, that stuff never did really good either when I had it. Sam, let me ask you a question. Did you, um, did you attempt to call this program one other time when Mr. Belli was with us? And you called did you try to call us one other time? Turn down the radio. Turn down the radio. When Mel Belli was with us. Yeah. And you, and, uh, well, and you we couldn't get through. And couldn't get through. The phones were tied up. Was that it? Yes. Yeah. Well, Sam, let, let me ask you this. He took my There's some reason why you go to a particular doctor or a particular priest, and some reason why apparently you, you uh, wanted to talk to, to me or Lee. Is it that you feel that we have compassion for people who get in trouble? Or is it you feel that uh, we can do something for you? Or is it you feel that uh, we we're, uh, have enough integrity that we promise you something? Is you refrigerator? Uh, stick to it. Well, let's find out what, what, why he wanted to talk to you. Why Mr. Belli, Sam? I don't want to be hurt. First time caller, long time watcher. <laughs> this is the Zodiac. I think I have energies. Can you imagine? Um, the Zodiac is calling your show. And the question is, you tried to call before, right? Couldn't get through, huh? <laughs> That's the question? This is the fucking Zodiac, and your question is about inside baseball talk. Boy, and we really thank all of our listeners who call every Everybody, and everybody, everybody who calls, calls you guys make the show. Boy, just I mean, Barb out in Santa Rosa, you're our favorite. Keep calling. <laughs> that Don't give up, Barb. That dialogue is just unbelievable. So, uh, I killed a kid. <laughs> I, have, I have headaches. And then the next sentence is, I killed a kid. So how long have you been having the headaches? How do you breeze over the kid line? Jim they didn't even... I had two things as well. It's because I had bunch of candy. <laughs> All right, but go back to the child. How did you kill the kid? Uh, sometimes I just think about having a breast crispino and enjoy myself. Are you the Zodiac or are you just a fat, fat, sad man? You guys seen Butch and Sundance? It's a funny <laughs> It's a great movie, yes. But let's movie. go back to the child that you murdered. Classic acting and then... And, you know, I'm mostly... It's hard to find comfortable shoes in a stylish, in a stylish form. How old was the child you murdered? Mm, yeah, I'm just, I'm a butt wit. I sat in a plate of water. Okay, well this is plate you know of water. I'm beginning to believe he's not the Zodiac killer. He seems to have very little information about the crime. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for calling in, Zodiac. I just feel like that's what he would sound like. I think that's exactly what he did sound like. Make a hat. I'll go at the end. That's the thing. Yeah. I got my outfit on and a big knife. Yeah, I'm get those guys. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that is, I guarantee you that's exactly what the Zodiac sounds like. That's what possesses you to go and murder everybody that's in love with a goddamn leather yeah, mascot. Sit down, write a letter. It's, it's going to be hard for them to read it. And, I want to yeah. sit. You think you listen to that Neil Young song? I like puzzles. I like puzzles. I like puzzles. 
Yeah, put my name in. <laughs> That's like serial killers. Really, they are. They are just super nerds. They are all super nerds. Man. Um, this man just sews and writes letters and makes ciphers all night long. So now that we're in a solid forty-five minutes into the Holy podcast, Christ. That's let's, man, get let's get into some suspects. Let's then. get yeah. into some suspects. And we didn't even get into the non-canonical murders, like the Riverside attacks, which uh, the I Riverside mean, attack look, and break, the Lake Tahoe. Over them. Well, Riverside attack is uh, there was this girl, Cheryl, Sherry Jo Bates, who was mm-hmm. brutally beaten and stabbed. Uh, uh, in uh, similar Riverside. to Zodiac fashion, similar to that. Well, I mean, that's the now, thing. There, there was no, no Zodiac. There's fashion. no Zodiac right. fashion. There's every single murder is different. Every single method, every single weapon is different. It's like Neil Young's like last five albums, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know where it's like this one's surf rock. Yeah. Oh, this one's all about cars. This one's about war. <laughs> this and one's about shoes, funny shoes, <laughs> high heel shoes. This one's all about my dog, which is a true <laughs> album, I believe. Well, after the Riverside murder, there was a letter written to the police, okay. but it was very well written. Uh, and Un- the, uncharacteristic. And the, uh, uncharacteristic, and the styles, like in the Zodiac Killer, like in those letters, he only says kill. He only uses the word die once, and he says it's like when I died. But then all the, the, the rest of the letters are all super romantic and yeah. flowery about okay. death. Kind of sound like what the BTK Killer did. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's taking a life of its own. Gay shit. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty gay shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, and there was a poem found under, written underneath a desk, and okay. a, some people say that it was Zodiac for reasons that I will get into later. We're going to have to start getting into these things soon. uh, Also, that works into Satanism. Uh, right. That the reason why Sherry Joe Bates is possibly a part of this entire so all thing. the murders so, are different. It seems like a very confusing situation, which leads to the fact that that's why no one was caught, and that's why there's tons and tons, of tons suspects. and tons and tons of suspects. So, Again, we were saying the deepest, darkest rabbit hole I've ever gone down right. is researching who was the Zodiac killer. Well, let's get into the, the most famous. Suspect. The first, the first, the most famous one is a guy named Arthur uh, Lee Allen, okay. who uh, was a. Um, Pretty retarded man from the San Francisco area that sure. was um, convicted child molester. Uh, like, but then some people were like, "Oh, he's a hilarious guy." Yeah, they but it's like his- the, what people said that was so funny about him is that he'd carry a machete around with him and he'd try to kill flies with the machete. Like, oh, that's machete funny. And he basically, that's comedy. Yeah, yeah, I had a friend like this that would just do really weird things out of nowhere that were kind of violent and kind of dangerous and just sure. makes whole room uncomfortable. And yeah, we. Like, ah, I got to go home. One of the guys right. as a childhood friend. It's a Kind of the same way. It's like we he came to visit New York City. He thought it was really funny to buy crack from a dude on the subway, and then like he would like when they would all trip acid, he would like go and like smash windows with like a fucking knife in his hand in order to freak everybody out. And mm-hmm. just like because he only hung out with psychopaths, um, right. all his friends were all criminals and derelicts and stuff like that. They all. Loved him. So, what was Arthur's job? What did he do in the community? Uh, Arthur was a, um, he was between gigs. Always between gigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you, have he, to, you have to have a gig at one time, right? And then well, the idea he, of another gig a, at another he time? He was a, uh, he, uh, he taught elementary school and then was fired and he for, being loved for having sex with He Don't you loved go to prison it. for that? Well, we can get. If do you want to hear some, I some actual, yeah, some of his friends. These are some of his friends who okay. describe Arthur Lee Allen. All yeah. right, well, this, this is ju- from a documentary called "His Name Was Arthur Lee Allen," which was just a whole bunch of interviews with his dirtbag scum of the earth. No, friends. and the one thing I will say is that this the a whole idea was put forward by the guy who is a political cartoonist for the San Francisco Chronicle. He wrote the book Zodiac, okay. which the movie Zodiac was based on David Fincher's movie. And this is so. This is like the common guy that everyone sure. says did it. Yeah, and this is his. Friends, he's taught that read this. He's talking about his first ever experience with Arthur Lee Allen. Yeah, all right, let's judge him by his acquaintances. A fight ensued, and I don't remember if I punched him first or he, he got into a fight with the dude who thought whatever, he was fucking his girlfriend. But I punched him, and he went down to his knees. And when he did, 
he <laughs> grabbed a hold of my genitalia and was holding on and uh, it just a uh, a minute amount of panic ran through my body as this I. This man used to speaking to, to police. You could tell because of the way he punching his head. And at that moment, the door, the main door of that apartment I was in, just imploded. I, it wasn't that the door came loose or opened; it came right off the hinges. That door imploded and came right down, and a big man came through that door carrying a knife. Uh, and I could see in that man's face, in his eyes, that man was devoid of an immortal soul. That man was on a, just a different plane than, uh... And then they hung out for the next Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. This becomes your best friend? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So he got, uh, basically, uh, his his actual best friend, quote-unquote best friend, a guy named Don Cheney, called the police and said, like, hey, I think um, my buddy Arthur is a Zodiac killer. And at this point, they said that they were going through five suspects a day. Right. They were going through, people were calling, being like, my son-in-law is a Zodiac killer. Sure. They'd have to go fucking check it out, and it's just because he's parking your daughter, and everybody is upset about it. Right. But it's like, when he went to... Um, so they called him, and they, so he called the police, and they're like, well, why do you think he's a Zodiac killer? And he's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, once we all used to go hunting together, and we'd go out and go hunting, and then one time he uh, turned to all of us, and he's like, hey, guys, you ever thought about, like, killing a bunch of people? And then just, I've got oh, it right, right here. Yeah. 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 On one occasion, Cheney and Arthur Allen were talking more or less in a science fiction-type story mode. Yes, you see, this is story yeah, like mode. Like a character. Like, oh, okay. Talk about it. Yeah. Like, he's a thesbian. Like, yeah, like when Henry does characters. <laughs> character. That's right. Yeah. This, yeah, so this is his detective popcorn. <laughs> yeah. So you guys ever uh, think about going murdering a bunch of people? I love it when I play this character. It sounds exactly like me, and it's actually how I feel. <laughs> I love it. Shopping for humans is hard. But shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark. It's because dog can't give you its opinion. But every month, we deliver dogs and treats just for your pup because they deserve to be spoiled. And then the dog shows you what they like. It's incredible. Only I could teach Wendy to use an iPad. She's so resistant. She scratches it up, barks at it, barks at me. But if she could use it, she'd order BarkBox for herself. At Bark, we send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. And for a limited time, we'll double your first box for free. How about that? Wendy loves her little toys. Carmi has become quite a terrorist when it comes to her toys. And she's a murderer. She rips these things up. But, you know, we got some high quality, tough toys from BarkBox. And she absolutely loves them. And our family could not be happier. (laughs) And if you just want a slice of this joy, you got to go to BarkBox. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash left. That's right. You can sign up now at BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. Yeah. Very key. You got to communicate clearly. All these emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. It's like you're Captain Kirk and Grammarly is Data. And you're kissing a lady on another planet. And Data is just trying to make sure you write better. Better writing means a stronger impact. And Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. And by understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. It did begin to understand when I was yelling 
and now he's doing bits versus me because I do use Grammarly and it's nice but I will also say Grammarly does will do the thing where it's like um I think maybe you missed a little comma blah 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 when it's like yeah I know thank you Grammarly like thank I get it yes but still like maybe we could just think about what I'm going through today right but Grammarly really does help because that's what we all need a stern teacher with glasses and uh, little buckled shoes that's Grammarly to me that's what I see Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. Planning the perfect proposal. Oh, I want to do it at the Hindenburg. (laughs) I want to do it at the Hindenburg Memorial. Celebrating your love and looking forward to the rest of your lives. And if you're lucky, it's short. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring, if you don't know what you're doing. That's where BlueNile.com comes in, especially if you don't feel like talking to your mother. BlueNile.com is the original online jeweler. Since 1999, they've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring with little or no feedback from their mother. With Blue Nile, you can create a brilliant piece at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Why use anything traditional? Blue Nile also offers a diamond price guarantee, which means that they can usually meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. And I sent you to Steven, my guy, but you still refuse. And you decide to go with your Blue Nile little thing because, oh, it's got 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. And sometimes Steven doesn't answer your calls and sometimes Steven loses the rings. But that's where you don't understand because Steven was there for me when your father wasn't. And honestly, so now is Blue Nile because every time I call, they pick up with the 24-7 customer support and they hear all about my hands hurting and how I've got, they have to reverse my feet at the doctor. They, they said, and they, but eventually they said it's temporary. They're going to put it back forward. But oh, thank you, Blue Nile, for not picking up, even though I texted my son. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Arthur Allen asked Cheney. Have you ever thought about hunting people? Mm-hmm. Alan talked on relating how he could go to a lover's lane area and use a revolver or pistol with a flashlight attached for illumination and an aiming device, and he would walk up and shoot people. Alan okay. went on saying that it would be without motive and how difficult it would be for the police to investigate. Sure. Alan stated that he would send notes to police or authorities to harass and lead them astray, and he would then cite the notes, Zodiac. Alan, because he had a watch that said Zodiac. Right, yeah. and so did the police investigate him? And they just cleared him? Yes, well, we'll get into it really quick. And so he also talked about the shooting. You could shoot the tires of a school bus and pick off the little darlings as they come bouncing off the bus. Sure, sure. Yeah, and they when they got him, like... He nailed it. I mean, either this man is like a psychic and, then when the and police just knew what go was going to happen. But it was amazing. When the police went to go speak with him, basically, they went to go speak with him, and they were like, what's up, Arthur? What's going on? And he's like, nothing, you know? Just so you know, I got two knives in the back of my car. They got blood in them because it's chicken blood. And they're like... Chicken okay. blood. Okay, very good. Sure, thank He's you for honest. volunteering that That's information. Nice, yeah. And then he was just like, 
You know, my favorite, um, you know, I would never do something because I, I, I really respect you guys. You know, I really hope that one day that we can all just like get to a point where people stop calling pigs, like cops pigs. I like this you know? guy. He is so nice. And then at the very end, again, unprompted as they left, he's like, you know, my favorite book's the most dangerous game. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. And he's a reader. Yeah. And they say that mm. in a lot of uh, police investigations, the one who is most eager to help out the police oh, yeah. many Definitely. times is the guy that is your main suspect. He straight up called them after they were done with him and said, any help I could give you, I'd Please. love to yeah. I'd love to yeah. hook you up. I, do you want to hear his own words? Oh, Pretty here's... much turning himself. Oh, you want to hear his buddy? You want to hear his buddy talk about yeah, it? Here's a, here's yeah, here's... This gives you a little bit more info, a little bit more insight onto who Arthur Lee Allen was. Okay. Remember that he did work with kids for a brief period of time. Right. And loved it. Just uh, loved loved too much. Loved One can argue it. much loved too much. Loved it. Loved it. Like if I worked at, like, a pork factory. That's right. You'd be fired immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't eating all the pork. Like, dressed yeah. in purple like Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. Aha! A glorious dream. Yeah. <laughs> and he was fired from this job uh-huh. for reasons that will be explained here. Sure. And this is probably his shadiest friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. His name's like Richard Grunk. <laughs> yeah, one of the shadiest men on the face of the planet. And later I found out he was really arrested for, he really was fired for child molestation. Yeah. He, he was teaching trampoline to those little girls the over there. And you don't I have to teach trampoline, by the way. Them. He wanted to be a teacher. Um he liked a children's world. Mm. He, he liked kids. He liked to be a part of that world. Uh, to what extent, I didn't appreciate at the time. <laughs> appreciate. Uh, he went a little too far with it, obviously. But he enjoyed children, and they loved him. But he admitted to using the screams of a child as a sex toy. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> he used those. As, as he, he said yeah, he enjoyed yeah, listening to the uh, screams of a child being beaten. He told me once that he had been a victim of cryptorchidism uh, in his adolescence, up until his adolescence, and it hadn't, it hadn't been diagnosed or treated until then. The testes are undescended, <laughs> and what that does, of course, is it, it would uh, postpone if you're, uh, uh, the development of male secondary sex characteristics until the testes are surgically brought down into the scrotum. I mean, he had a lot going against him. <laughs> a lot going against him. If you are, if a serial killer is about to shoot you, just take a stab in the dark and be like, you got no nuts! You got no balls, <laughs> buddy! Oh, now he's crying. Now, now give me your gun. Now you give me your gun. It's true! But like, um, it's like literally the lack of testicles that made him do all this. But mostly, all of the what we're going to see is also the common thread of most of the reason why these suspects are rejected is because there was one print that was caught by that was caught by police that they believe print, is to a, a, a print that was the thing. It was a big set of like nine pounds. Detective sack popcorn, not detective popcorn. Did you feel his balls? <laughs> did you feel his balls? To see if he was the zodiac. Mm, it's like a, mm, it's like a sack full of greasy hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, well, he's definitely off the list. <laughs> like they, if you, so there was like one palm print that they got, and basically Arthur Lee Allen did not match the palm print. Right, and I mean, but again, gun collector owned several machetes. Right. Was in the, the, the thing at the time. Talked about the murders. Was into like, it. Literally told his friend exactly what he was going to do, and then did it. Yeah. Here's some. Uh, here's some of the other things that make this uh, that this isn't a hundred percent locked up case. No, of course this not. isn't because no. this. There are many different things in, involved in this. Like it could he be passed that, the polygraph. Okay, so what? Test. What are some things yeah. that discredit? 
Mr. Arthur. He here, passed Mr. the Arthur polygraph Mike. test, uh, or yeah, he passed the polygraph test. One, number two, uh, they compared the DNA on the stamps of the letters that were sent to the San Francisco Herald mm-hmm. with Arthur Lee Allen's DNA, and it wasn't a match. However, there is. <laughs> God damn it. There is one, right. ex- there is an explanation for that, but this explanation only came out after they had said that his DNA didn't match because Dick Cheney wants this to be true. Yeah, Real Don, Don Cheney. Bad. Don Cheney. Yeah, Don Don Cheney. Dick Cheney probably does too. <laughs> yeah. Dick Cheney is the Zodiac killer. Yeah. Don Cheney wants all this to be true very, very right, badly. Right. And so after it came out that it said that he uh, was, that the stamps didn't match up, and this Don is Cheney, DNA evidence of the 60s and 70s. No, and this, this is, is very recent. Oh, this very is, recent. Yeah, this okay. is extremely extremely recent. Okay. Uh, Don came out and said like, well, you know, I do remember one day where, and it was about 1968, where he had me lick a bunch of stamps. <laughs> he had me lick a bunch of stationery. stamps yeah, for the best friend day? Yeah. Henry, I'm never licking stamps for you. <laughs> hey, uh, man, can you, um, hey, could you hold this knife for me? Just, Just uh, wave it around a little bit. Oh, thanks. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. I'm just going to take over this napkin. You want to sweat so on the knife? For- yeah. <laughs> oh, no problem, Henry. Henry? Did you? Henry? Is that police sirens I hear? <laughs> Am I? Uh, I swear to God, officer. And I think I get think, the giant, <laughs> the giant murderer. Henry just rolls up right behind him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I've seen I him. told him not to lick those stamps. God damn it! And I think some of Ch- Cheney's statements are a little too on the nose. Where right. he says, "Like I remember him saying the about kitties bounding out of buses." Like you just were quoting the letter. Right, right, I, I right, think right. some things do add up, but not. And obviously, he's not a bright man. Yeah, and, he's and he, not wants, a bright man. he wants. But however, saying. I don't believe that the Zodiac has to be a bright man. No, and no, I'm saying his friend Mr. Cheney here. His friend Mr. Like, Cheney, so he might. A, yeah. I, I agree. So he came up with these ideas after the fact, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's possible. And Arthur Lee Allen is the best. He, he is just the best seems suspect. like the number one suspect that everyone has. Yeah. And you want to just now, hear the words from his own mouth saying that yeah. he didn't do it? Absolutely. This is Arthur Lee Allen speaking in 1991, and he in a dark room, and he is a big, fat, John Wayne Gacy-looking, loner, fat dude type. He yeah. is. A worse clown, though. I couldn't murder anyone. It's difficult as hell, and it can be... Ex- it can be terribly depressing. And if I deserved any of it, that would be something different, but I don't. There are two types of liars in the world, fishermen and policemen, and not necessarily in that order. Woo! There we go. He's got singers. Maybe he is a better clown than John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. That's my favorite statement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Two but, types of liars. But he, uh, yeah, so uh, that, that's Arthur Lee Allen. Right. He died uh, of being fucking old and fat and alone. Uh, That's what he died 19- of. That was the official oh, on the, I mean, on the coroner's report. Say it. Yeah, it's like yeah. he died of neglect of soul. You know, like he yeah. just like left in a chair. Quick he was, question. you know, he sucked on girls' vaginas. Yeah, and- quick question though. Mark, is it possible, if you're a true sociopath, can you pass a lie detector test? Yeah. If Definitely. you're a true More sociopath, so. yeah. right? That is true. Okay. So that's just the right, um, so that's, that's, and that's, that's just the fucking guy. the first inch of this whole. Hey, we could do this for fucking seven hours. Well, okay, they wrote, we can keep going. We've got at least fifteen to twenty more minutes. Let's, let's keep get going. Into, let's get into yeah. some lesser known suspects, but still very plausible people. That let's could do be next. Let's do the next. Uh, the big one is the Unabomber. There's a lot of okay. people who do believe that Unabomber may have also been involved in these crimes, of and course. mostly because number one, uh, Ted Kaczynski would write in his diaries very often that he didn't fit into society and he didn't want to fit in. Right. Uh, it really fits a lot of the things he said. He's he a also, mathematical mind. also learned uh, after the fact that uh, Ted Gazinski chopped his own dick off. Really? Did you know that? I did no. not know yeah. that. How he, did we not know that? He had such problems with sexuality that he cut his own penis off. You know what? 
That's taken it into so your own is, hands. I, I actually thing. respect him for this that. Is, I'm just saying that this is uh, that's a part of it. He is an answer society thing, right. and a lot of people out there are like you know. So he's got a lot of like the amount of evidence that says that he's a Zodiac killer is like really huge. Now there was well, a website a that's called the uh, Uni- What is it? The uh, what do I have? It is here. It is the uh, Unizod.com that talks about all the different connections between okay. uh, Zodiac and him. So, and they said the only things that are like. Really, just like blocking Ted Kaczynski as being the Zodiac killer is at number one his Princeton match, which well, I mean, big. it's just not a number because in the end, it's just like, how do we even know that the prints that they have are the prints of the Zodiac killer? Sure. Right? Uh, and the, the, how they know, though, I believe those, those uh, fingerprints are from one of the letters. How do we know? His friend. I mean, hell, if his friend's looking saying, stamps for him. How do we know? God knows. How do we know? No, we don't know. No, we only <laughs> half know. We know what the police want to say, but what if they're doing it? You're changing. Okay. And then uh, two. And the next Ted one. Kiz- number Ted one. Ted okay. the, His handwriting. And then number two. His handwriting don't, doesn't match. Okay. So Again, how do we know well, that the Zodiac even wrote it? And I want to put a little. I want to do one. Uh, there is a thing here comparing his writings. From the, uh, the Ted Kaczynski to the Unabomber, right. it says it shows um, the, the, the Unabomber to Zodiac, and here's Zodiac. Um, well, it would cheer me up considerably if I saw a lot of people wearing my buttons. Please, uh, no nasty ones like Melvins. Thank mm. you. Like the and then Melvins? They compare it to the letter of Ted Kaczynski writing from jail. On my commissary list, dated twelve eleven oh one, I ordered tuna and fifty one cent stamps. Today I received the tuna, but I did not. Receive the stamps. Will you please explain? Thank you. Yeah, you're the Unabomber. We don't care about you, and you're probably not going to get your stamps. stamps. He's trying to write to Mad Magazine. So right. that was the thing that they said. That, well, their, that- their foldover picture in the last Mad Magazine. It was not the princess that they said it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, it was not Princess Leia. And then um, another one is like they're trying to say that um, Ted Kaczynski couldn't do the crime because he was living in Chicago, which is possible. Murders. That one, I you, you know, know that's I, I mean, like, what are you talking? You mean to tell me? And it says right here. Um, all right, so the David Kaczynski informed the FBI that shortly after Ted's June thirtieth, nineteen sixty nine resignation from Berkeley, so he was at Berkeley College. Yes. Okay, in nineteen sixty eight, so he was there okay. for six months. All right. Mm. Interesting. Think about okay. So interesting. And if you uh, need more information, Douglas Oswell and Michael Rusconi, two amateur investigators. They There's a publish- lot of amateur investigators. They, yeah. they always list themselves as amateur investigators. I think it means not investigators. I am an amateur investigator. Anyone which can means be. a fat dude in a bathing suit, sweaty, in a basement of a comedy club. That's right. Yeah. Well, they published their findings on a CD-ROM book. If you want to find okay. out, okay, a CD-ROM so, book. All right. Yeah. So real quick, let's just organize Ted Kaczynski. Uh, not in his favor. Fingerprints, handwriting, location. In his favor, he was at Berkeley in 1968. And yeah. he's a psychopath. And he's a psychopath. And also it says that Kaczynski happened to have made no mention of the Zodiac crimes or killings or drawings of the Zodiac symbol or anything about a- anything about Zodiac crimes okay. during his, his tenure as a Unabomber. And so then that would make him the Zodiac, because he didn't mention the Zodiac? Well, no, that says that he couldn't maybe not be the Zodiac, <laughs> but who's to say that the Zodiac would mention his name or any of his crimes in any of his copious diaries or his manifesto? Waiter, check pre- please. Pre- check please, waiter. Can I end this terrible first date? <laughs> Either the check or an entire pint of whiskey if I'm going to sit through any more of this. I'm going to put this out there for any single members of the last podcast. So, like, people listen to the podcast. If you ever just want to end a bad date, that's it. Just start 
getting through the Unabomber <laughs> just, versus Just Zodiac. channel your Hong Kong Henry Zabrowski, and I'll promise you that well, date will be over. There's other evidence, such as how we know the Unabomber was a very intelligent man who was very good with bombs. The Zodiac right. Killer worked on a bus bomb for forever and could okay. never, never ever, get it he going. He could never get it. He could never get it done. And here's uh, the bus bomber is also there's something in here that tells me that he was not an intelligent man and that the misspellings were not calculated okay. because if you look through all of his letters, he misspells so many simple words. He misspells Christmas. He misspells there. But, but he's, BTK Killer did it too. Here's I've got I've got here's what. Uh, Here's my angle. We have an angle. <laughs> We've got an angle here, people. Here's my Look angle. Out. Is that he spe- misspelled all of these words, but he spelled ammonium nitrate fertilizer perfectly. perfectly. Well, because he, that that he looked it up in a dictionary. He had it. I think he had he the had, bottle sitting in front of him. Yeah, he had the yeah. bottle sitting right in front. He had the bag sure. in his kitchen. He wanted to make sure that he could spell ammonium nitrate fertilizer because what the Zodiac wanted to do more than anything is prove how fucking smart he was. Right, right, And right. he was desperate to show everyone what a genius he was because then later on, what we find, uh, what we're going to get into, I guess, right now with the well, radian theory. Are you right? You can, you we, can get, we can get into the... <coughs> We can get into the radian theory uh, in a little while, but let's do let's uh, okay. So we have Ted Kaczynski here. Let's get let's let's do another suspect. Yeah, of course. No, well, I also want to say that Christmas, the way it's spelled wrong, Christmas, the way it's spelled yeah. wrong in the original letters, they showed uh, one of the childhood friends of Arthur Lee Allen showed a Christmas card from him in which he misspelled it in the same exact way again. Interesting. <laughs> another red herring. Uh, yes, uh, or a clue, you could call it. I think that's the opposite of a red I don't know. No, that's are. fine. That's fine. <laughs> Amateur uh, investigator, Henry Zabrowski. Oh, is this a new character? No, it's just me. This is yeah, the real me. Yeah, that's the sad thing. Yeah, yeah, so the next one is... um. Okay, I'm going to even begin to even attempt to describe this next theory. It's called the Radiant Theory. It's written okay. by a guy named Gareth Penn, who was an inve- uh, amateur investigator, oh, who wrote a book called Time 17. Again, so the when the Zodiac sent his cryptograms in, they were 17, whatever it is, units long uh-huh. and 24 uh, lines deep. And this meant something. Right? Uh, he says it's called Time 17. He said that the Zodiac was the most ingenious serial killer of all time and used. So what happened, Zodiac sent a map. And one of his later letters going on saying, you will find something very interesting if you follow this map. Sure. It showed a, a circle around, the Zodiac symbol around a place called Mount Diablo. Not and he Diablo. sent this to a newspaper? And he sent this to a newspaper okay. and he says, like, you use this radian thing, right? Which is a, a, geogra- a geometrical thing that is a, a way to dissect an angle. You dissect okay. it at 45 degrees. And what you do is, he said, if you follow this radian from here to here, and here's a parameter, we're going to set the zodiac symbol with a bunch of numbers around it that he put. If you do all this, you're going to find something really interesting. And okay. Gareth Penn has decided, well, this guy is some kind of genius. What they think it is, is that it's supposed to show some kind of murder site. It's all good. It's all nonsense. It's yeah. not. So it's like it's all not. But what he says is the way he configured it is that he put the Riverside killings and another killing on the lines of the radian. He says okay. like it matches up. So he started writing this book. This book is seven hundred pages long, and it is a breakdown of the entire cryptogram mixed with the numbers that he put in this. And it is it is indecipherable. And what he wrote is basically this idea. What he what it boils down to is he's like okay. So he's a genius mathematician. Number right. two, he all of the uh, crimes happen around locations that featured names of water things in them, sure. right? And right. so, water, water. What's water? H two O, H two O, right? H two O, right? H two H's, two H's. Oh, right. Boom, boom, boom. 
HHO. His name is HHO. Huh, what am I going to do here? Go through directories of Call physicists. Call your daughter. In, 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 like, it's your America. daughter's birthday. Call he finds your daughter. a man named Michael Henry O'Hare, and he's like, oh, it's not HHO. It's H-O-H. Michael O'Hare is a Zodiac killer. So what Gareth Penn starts doing is writing letters to this random man who is a, he it works for MIT. He's a physicist for he MIT. He just starts yelling at this guy? He just yeah. sends him letters basically saying like, you you're did, a fucker. You did a teenagers? Fucker. He tried to get vigilantes to go kill him. He tried to do all this stuff. It ruins this man's life. Yeah, I guess that's basically what happens. He start, so what happens is, is that he starts getting calls at 2.15 in the morning. He gets a hold of his number. He's, uh, Gareth Penn starts calling him, calling him at like 2.14, okay. 2.16. And when he picks up... In the morning. Yes. When he starts realizing when Michael O'Hare fungus, because Michael O'Hare is a genius, because he's a fucking physics yeah. teacher for some, for some MIT. He's just like, oh my God. He's calling me. On numbers that correlate to police codes in San Francisco. And that's what he's doing. So, what would happen was, is that people started harassing Gareth Penn by calling him late at night, right? Gareth Penn thinks it's Michael O'Hare calling him. So then he calls Michael O'Hare in the middle of the night, thinking that it's all going back and forth, and they're having this like mind game between the ultimate oh, fucking detective funny. and a serial that's killer. That's fucking and it's, funny. And I can't find <laughs> the book's insane. Okay, what's what's a more difficult uh, difficult book to read? David Icke's uh, The Biggest Secret. David Icke's Biggest Secret is just, or you or know, Mr. Penn's book oh, about the is, Zodiac. If there's a, you read read sections yeah. of this. Yeah, the book is called Times Seventeen. Okay. In late December 1968, he had murdered two teenagers in a lover's lane near Vallejo using a 22 caliber firearm. Seven months later, he attacked a couple in another lover's lane at Blue Rock Springs Golf Course, also near Vallejo, this time with a 9mm automatic pistol. Okay. I was curious to discover what the Zodiac had met. Oh, uh, then he drove about five miles into the heart of the city of Vallejo to report the crime to the police from a payphone about four blocks in the police station. I was curious to discover what the Zodiac had meant by this rather bizarre suggestion. I bought a sheet of clear acetate and a marking pen. Using a protractor and a straight edge, I drew an angle of between 57 and 58 degrees on the acetate and then laid the acetate over a map of the Bay Area. The I placed the apex of the angle on Mount Diablo, then rotated the angle around until one leg passed through the scene of the murder at Blue Rock Springs. Then I felt as if a ton of bricks had fallen on me. The other leg of the angle went straight through Presidio Heights in San Francisco where the Zodiac had murdered the cabbie. It was the most shocking experience of my entire life. Fucking blowing the lid open. Uh, Domino's. Domino's is here. This is how... De- and so... And then what's another one? And, you know, and then another theory. Okay, so, so that's have- just one theory. Okay, so and then there's a lot of people who saying that yes. Gareth Penn was a Zodiac killer, of okay. course, because he's a maniac. And then there's right. some people... There's another theory altogether, which is true. Michael O'Hare's mother was a very famous... Uh, 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 avant-garde artist in this sure. group called the New York Group. She was shacking up with another dude. They, they were like having those like live together relationships. Of course, it was the seventies, yeah. right? Sixties. Some people start being like Gareth Penn is the publicist for the Zodiac Killer. The Michael Zodiac O'Hare, Killer is a publicist. Michael O'Hare is the trigger man. Okay, right? actually making the moves. His mother is making the calls because she's designing it as a gigantic art project. Are they the fucking Beagle the Boys? Like, <laughs> Are they a goddamn cartoon and the mom is making the calls here? Is that what's happening? That's what's ha- I mean, 
I all think right. it's what's happening. It's an avant-garde art project. Okay, all right. So let's just <laughs> it organize. It is the greatest art project of the 20th of time. century. You fuck Dolly. The, fuck Picasso. Do you remember the gates? Lord, Bigger I don't know what gates. I did to deserve these friends. I don't know what I did to deserve these friends. <laughs> Do you want to hear about Satanists now? Oh, right. No, I, okay, yes. We can hear about Satanists too, but let's just organize real quick. We have the Unabomber. We have Ted Kaczynski. That's about Michael O'Hare is a possibility. Gareth uh, Penn. Gareth Penn is another Michael O'Hare's mother. Michael O'Hare's mother. <laughs> Okay, alright, so that's where we are on the list of suspects. So far, I feel like Ashley, uh, uh, Arthur Lee, uh, is, yeah, the, is the number Lee one. Yeah, Arthur Lee Allen is, I mean, yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. 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 technically, the, he seems most most reasonable with this. Now, let's get into uh, what's actually going on. Alright, yes, yeah, so, so Marcus, <laughs> we have something on satanic uh, cults and uh, the po- possible connection there. Sherry Joe Bates. Sherry. Necessary. Okay. For the purposes. Just fulcrum of the fucking events. All right, all right. God, For another paradigm just blown wide open. They're gonna we're not gonna be allowed to put this podcast on the air because they're uh-huh. gonna fucking because it's going to the it's the root. MK yeah. Ultra, Dr. Green. We're looking at the fucking pay, Operation Paperclip. This, what does this have to do with Operation Paperclip right now? Let's get into it, Marcus. Take it away. <laughs> All right. I'm t- <laughs> All, All right. right I'm Mark. soaked. I so. know. I'm having too much fun with this one. Sherry Joe Bates. All right. First murder. All Hallows' Eve. Interesting. The most important of satanic holidays right behind one's own birthday. Mine, May 1st. Yeah, there you go. My birthday is May today. 1st, May Day. That's right. We forgot. What was it? Yeah, May first, May Day, also a satanic holiday. By the way, th- that was your reaction to my birthday. Was mm. I didn't say mm. He said mm. Okay, I did. I told you happy birthday already. Thank you. On two different shows. All Let's right. do this. Let's do this. All right, get into it. Yeah, get into it. <laughs> All right. So, Sherry Joe Bates. That's the first one. Okay. Then the next two murders, the ones that are at the Lovers Lane, that happens right before the winter solstice. Satanic okay. thing again. Another okay. satanic thing. The third and fourth victims... Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. They were also rumored... Some of these people were rumored to be in with Satanists and drug dealers. No, you're saying, yeah, that, what's her name? The, the woman... The woman. From uh, the first murder. Yes. She knew the killer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's why she got out of the car. Because they just had got done having illicit sex so with he each didn't other. demand her out of the car at gunpoint she got out willingly yeah going oh satanic brother oh hello and he's just like oh hell satan. satan and bam bam she's like why are you killing me i can't believe it so after that that's when the costume comes out some okay. say that his costume mimicked that of alistair crowley sure he the did. taxi driver was killed the day before alistair crowley's birthday birthday it's a birthday gift to alistair crowley Exactly. Ah, didn't want to miss the big day. You got to kill early. And then the uh, the first letter was requested to be published on August first. It had to be published on August first, which is the occult holiday Lamas. Yes. Okay. And what's which Lamas is it? It's about big hairy goats. <laughs> it's, it's about big, big hairy long, goats. Argentinian goats. Llamas. <laughs> Llamas. Yeah. Llamas. Okay. It's just a, it's very literal. It's of course it's one of the old pagan holidays. It's a wheat harvest holiday. Oh, so the harvest. Harvesting souls. It's sure. for making lining kugels. Oh, is that how they make linings? <laughs> well, I love their summer ale. Because it does play into the cypher. All of this plays into the cypher. Because okay. everything, as in the Radiant Theory, all of this stuff centers upon Mount Diablo. 
Mountain. The Devil's, Devil's Mountain. Satan. The Devil's Mountain. Of so course. this it plays into the possibility that yes, this man was killing people to become slaves for him in the afterlife. Right. That's where right. this in comes hell. in. Right. That's and where that's that... where, and that's why that's real. And then also same thing. <laughs> I and agree, where did yeah. Doctor Mengele get involved? Yeah, exactly. As we were saying earlier, the Thule Society, Nazis are involved. White supremacists are involved All because right. Doctor Mengele was the Zodiac killer. In addition to being the Boston Strangler. And and the perpetrator of the 2001 anthrax attacks, all three were the work of one Dr. And I'm Joseph saying this right Mangala. now. I'm, I'm standing up out of my chair, right? I'm, I'm standing, standing up with you. Yeah, if we're Dr. Green go. wants to come at us, right? Because you know he's still fucking alive. Yeah, oh, Dr. Right. Green oh, is right. the alias of you Dr. Joseph Mangala. The CIA has been lying to us. I have got a shotgun put in, I got it up against my door. Anybody comes in that fucking door, I just knock my uh-huh. headphones off my head. Yeah. All right? Very Anybody intense. comes through that door, Very it's going to fucking get two loads of sh- fucking shotgun blasts. And you hear that, Dr. fucking Mangala? Dr. Mangala is not going to be coming through your door anytime soon. Oh, okay. I know what's going on. Let's just take it easy for one second here. So let's go back because we introduced Dr. Mangala. I mean, obviously, well, this I is mean, a very large introduction. I mean, it's more just like. It's oh, now you're normal. Are you normal again? I'm just saying. It's just more like if if there's going to be Satanists involved, I mean, he's going to be there. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> I see. So there's no real clear-cut evidence that Dr. Mengele is the Zodiac killer. No. I know. Mean, <laughs> as, as of now. As of I right found, now. I found no evidence other than a few. Some all, dude just going, was, Dr. Mengele did. That's How bad was, do you have to want it for it to be true? It was the same, like, three paragraphs copied and pasted on, like, five different websites. Okay. There was no... There was no fucking evidence yeah, whatsoever. Which is sad. I wanted there to be so much evidence. There, yeah. there was right. not even... The only evidence is some fucking guy on Godlike Productions said, It was Mengele. Yeah, it's just fun. And the other one was there was another guy named uh, I forget it's like Lafayette who just recently wrote a book that also that's a part of that the San Francisco cops were organizing it. And there was a guy named uh, that he won't name, but he gave him it's he's like his code name for him is George Rafferty. And the only evidence that he'll give is that he saw him at a a common gay nightlife spot where she was just there to be. He wasn't having sex with. Oh, just here to check out the scene. And he saw this dude that looked so evil. That he'll always remember his face. Yeah. And that's the Zodiac Killer. He just wrote a whole book about it saying the San Francisco... And he was a cop. It sounds like he went San to San Francisco, Francisco and, had a, and had a quiet night. I and had, so. the, had the don't talk about what happened in the bathroom evening. Yeah, yeah. Shadow night. That's right. All right. So it seems to me as if Arthur Lee Allen is the uh, is the one. I think, again, the whole, point of this, the whole point of this episode is we tried our, our best to clearly deliver some information to you. Yeah. Just know... This is as clear as it gets. <laughs> it is. This is it. This is it. This, this is, is as, clear this as, is it as gets. much as we we tried. I'm so glad it's out of my head. It's over. I'm so happy to have you guys back. <laughs> it's over. You know, I feel, I feel like there's like a small exorcism that just occurred. I can finally go back to life. We Please. can just do normal serial killers after this. Yeah. Right? Yes. Normal serial killers with evidence. I'm going to need you guys back in my life. Actual, yes. actual evidence. We could do some alien stuff now. Aliens is just so much clearer than this. It's, All so, right, it's just easy. So I that, mean, we could do aliens and demons. We could probably do this for another 10 hours as well. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even touch up. We didn't even touch how Ma- Charles Manson could have done it, or the guy who did the Black Dahlia murders could have done it, and then there was. Uh, and then. We're just stopping you. Henry's brain is officially broken. We didn't even get into the multiple personalities theory. God, I just feel like my children. I'm. I will get you ice cream on Tuesday when I get paid. Okay, everything is fine.
Wish you had a better job. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Magustalations. Magustalations. Hail me! Hail Gain. Hail yourself. Hail and Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Overall, Satan. Of course, above all. Oh, and, uh, and can and we look- just quickly for Ben? Happy birthday, birthday right. to well, thank you. That's very nice. Happy birthday to you. Right. Happy birthday, dear. He's 44 years yes, old. Yes, I, I look Benjamin. A lot of show for him. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. And thank you for all the birthday wishes on Facebook. I got none. <laughs> you don't put your birthday on Facebook. I know, I know. Goodbye. <laughs> Hail Satan. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.